I agreed to go. You know when you agree to do something and you, know, you have the best of intentions and then as soon as you've agreed to it, as soon as you've accepted it, then you regret what you've agreed to do. And, and actually I tried slightly to get out of it. I tested the water to see if I could kind of change my mind about the agreement. But it was quite clear and I knew I'd signed on the dotted line to go and it would have been wrong for me not to go. I, but, and I'm really glad I went now. And I would have been, if I know now what I'd known then, if I hadn't gone, if that makes some sort of sense, um, if I hadn't gone and I know now what I know now, uh, I, and I hadn't gone, I would have thought, oh, why didn't I go? <laughs> and, and there are lots of decisions we make in life that we, we can regret. Um, trusting in Jesus Christ um, is, the, is the one thing that has completely transformed my life and kind of not only kept me going in different parts of my life but got me to Moldova and uh, I saw some incredible things there. Um, I went with the same message that I share wherever I go and uh, I was amazed at how open some hearts were and lots and lots of people, to my huge surprise, I'm kind of like a mixture of an eternal optimist. Anyone here is an optimist who just knows it's going to be, next year is going to be great. And then you're unbelievably disappointed. <laughs> you know, it's like, the, you know, I had a look under my Christmas tree and, uh, um, the other day and I, I know it's my Christmas tree and I should have put stuff underneath it. But, you know, there was nothing under it yet because I hadn't put anything underneath it. And I was optimistic even though I knew there was nothing under it because I hadn't put anything there yet. Um, and, and I don't know what the future holds in, in its detail. Um, and there was a, I was in a meeting, and each of the meetings that we took for a day were two hours long. Don't, and I really enjoyed it. So, but don't worry, we won't, and I, and I could talk for a long time, but we're not going to be here that long, because I, I just got a really one sentence to say, and I'm kind of building up to that. Um, and when I kind of got to that one sentence in Moldova... This is the way you meant to say it if you come from Wiltshire, just in case you're wondering. Um, I was amazed, truly amazed by the response. It wasn't always true in the week when you had a two-hour meeting and then you walked to the next house and you had a two-hour meeting and then you went to the next house, you had a bit of food and then you went to the next house and the next house. I was shattered by the end of the day, but it was thrilling to see people, young and old, going through the interpreter, through the translator, going, yes, I... I believe that. I just couldn't believe it. I'd not seen it before. I'd seen it a little bit, but I hadn't seen it like that. And it is so amazing. We can sign up to lots of different things in life. We've all signed up to things that we've regretted. Am I right? Yeah, and you think, if I could turn back time, you know, we could all, we'd all wish we could turn back time, but then we wouldn't want to go through some of the other stuff as well. And we're glad we can't turn back time, and we just go, oh, you know, that's the way it is. We kind of get one shot at life. Um, but in signing up, not only to go to Moldova, and seeing the, the result of just sharing kind of the Christmas message. Um, and not everyone, but a lot of people went, yeah. And I said, are you serious? In one meeting where everyone stood up and said, in Moldovian, which is a bit of a Russian, uh, uh, Romanian, middle-of-the-road country there, um, said, yes, we agree. And I said, are you serious? I, I really didn't believe what I was seeing. They'd obviously taken it to heart. Something of what happened in Mary's life happened in those lives. Not in everyone, because I was in one meeting, and I, I shared the story, and I thought, 
I, you know, I wonder what's going to happen. Because at the end of it, I said, look, if you agree with this, I'm curious. Anyone here got a bit of a curious personality? You'd love to know what everyone's thinking. You know, I'm, a little, I'm wondering what you're thinking now. You all look like angels sat out there because I can't really see you because I ain't got my glasses on. But I can imagine you're like angels. And I was sat there thinking, I wonder, I wonder what they're thinking. And, and I said, look, if, if you think what I've shared with you from what we've read this evening, what we've heard sung and what we've heard Macintond and, and in other ways presented to us, if you think this is true, I want you to stand up and say in Romanian or Moldovan or Russian, I agree. And then and they said something, and then I said to the translator, what have they said? And they, she said, well, they agree. And in this one place, everyone immediately jumped out of their chairs and put their hands in the air like this, except for one lady, except for one lady. And then she slowly stood up, and she looked around her, and like we all do, look around what everyone else is doing, and she went, now, I, I didn't go, you're a fake. <laughs> I didn't say, I was, I was equally nice to her. As, I hope we all are. We're, I don't mind what we believe about anything. But I am totally convinced about this Bible. I'm totally convinced about this good news. I'm totally convinced about that name. That name. That was first of all revealed to Mary. And it kind of chokes me up when I think about it. Lots of things choke me up in life. It kind of choked me up when they all stood up. And I thought, you seriously, you... It was absolutely freezing there. I, I kind of gradually took off my tie and then took off my coat. And I, I bought a tie, I took a tie and I got some kind of slightly smarter clothes to go to Moldova and this new jacket. But when I got there, where I was actually staying, are, are, are there any Moldovian friends here today? Or anyone from Roman, Romania? I don't want to put my foot in it. Um, the particular place that I was staying in was incredibly poor, incredibly poor. They, they were on about a thousand. Uh, pounds a year income or, le- or a lot less than that and I thought what am I doing wearing all this kind of nice stuff here so I kind of got my old kit out and I said you don't need me here all you need is, is just to pick up this book here read the story and open up your heart and accept it for yourself and I didn't say much more than that although I went on for about two hours because they asked me to uh, and I'm not, I know you're not doing that right now. You're saying, oh, if only you went on a little bit longer. No one's ever said that to me. But just, just for a few more moments. Just want to share with you a couple of little things. Now, I, I love the Christmas story so much. I love it more and more each year. And I was thinking about the Old Testament part of the Bible. And apparently, and I looked this up, in the old part of the Bible, there were 353 little prophecies, words saying, Jesus is coming. 353 times, way years before, from the very beginning, saying, one day Christmas is coming. Get ready. Kind of make room. And you know when I say make room, I'm thinking about that innkeeper, and I think about him now. You know, that poor innkeeper who said, "Mm, I ain't got any room. I I wonder where he is now. I hope he came to his senses. I, I, I don't know. It's not about him, it's about us. And I think about all those names of the Lord Jesus that were written down. I, I printed this out earlier on. I just want to read out some of the other names of Jesus. He's known as the Advocate, the Almighty, the Alpha and the Omega, the Amen, the Beloved Son, the Bread of Life, the Branch, the Captain of Salvation, the Counselor, the Creator, the Deliverer, the Desire of Nations, the Door, 
He has many names. He's known as God. The Holy Child, the heir of all things. The first and the last. The glory of the Lord. The Holy One. The image of God. The I Am. Jesus of Nazareth. The King. The Just One. It goes on and it goes on. The Lord of all. The Mediator. The Man of Sorrows. The Morning Star. The Resurrection and the Life. The Redeemer. The Good Shepherd. The Word of God. He's known by many names. And that angel came to Mary and she was minding her own business and the angel Gabriel who had been uh, speaking to different people in the past and we can read about him, he was at last sent. That day at last came. It's come. All those people that looked forward to that day. And in John's Gospel, it says, Jesus says that, he says to some people, he says, do you know Abraham looked forward to my day and when he saw it, he rejoiced. Now we think, Abraham was long gone. He was in the grave. He he turned to dust. Oh no, because God isn't the God of the dead. He's the God of the living. And we know in our heart of hearts that we go on forever. We, We don't turn to dust. Our bodies do. But there's something within us, that kind of who we really are. You know, you know that bit? We can't quite put our finger on it, but you know that all those that have gone before us, and and we ourselves, there's something alive within us. And I know my knees and my ears and my eyes are all slowly turning into dust, but there's something within me that still says, Jonathan, you're 17. Well, I know there's a slight ripple of laughter there, but you feel it as well. If you're not yet 17, that's where you kind of peak. And that's, that is your age. So, Millie, you're now 22? 24. 24. I knew that. I just was trying to be kind. There you go. And, but you're 17. Does anyone here who's my age still feel 17? <laughs> Am I the only white being? I mean, that's got to be the truth. We, Kevin, you still feel 17, don't you? Yes, sir. Yeah. I mean, we still feel young. That is because, that's for a reason. All around the world, you can, am I father-in-law, Heather's dad is really, he's 92 now, and if he could kind of get the words out, he would say, you know, I still feel 17, but he's, he's not, but he is, because there's something eternal about the person. So Abraham in heaven rejoiced to see the day of the Lord, when the Saviour at last came, God became a man, Emmanuel, God with us this morning. Steve was reminding us about Simeon, who was looking forward to the Saviour coming. And the Saviour came into the room, carried by his mother and father, his earthly father, brought him in, and he rejoiced. Christmas is a time for rejoicing, to enter into that moment and to never let it go, to receive that present from God. God has a present for you and for me. And I can't believe I understood this, it's not rocket science, but a lot of people don't understand it. But when I listen to these children singing, and I listen to those words that have been sung, I wrote down on my bit or bit of paper here, Hail, Redemption's Happy Dawn. And because I thought I'd probably forget it, and I wanted to remember it, because I want to say, glory to God for that day. I want to say thank you to God for that day, 
those 2,000 or so years ago, I want to say thank you to God. Hail that day, that happy day, when the God of the heavens, of the creator of the universe, became a little baby. And there was a day when it happened. And not only did Mary hear these words, and we'll get to what, she said, what was said to her in a few seconds' time, but, but Joseph heard it as well. And the shepherds heard it. And the wise men heard it. And Herod heard it, but he rejected. He said no. And lots of people say no, but I want to say publicly today, yes to him. Yes to him. And, and that is that step of faith where I go, I know what I'm like. A lot of you know what I'm like, and we know what we're like. And I need that saviour. I need that saviour for me personally. And when I was about 11 years old, I went, yes, I agree. So I say, thank you for that day. And then I think about receiving this wholeheartedly into my life. And I think about that innkeeper, and I think about the kings, and then bringing their, what did they bring? What those gifts did they bring? Remind me. Gold. And myrrh. And do you know what? I, I can't remember where I was the other day. It might have been in Moldova, but I said about the myrrh, and I heard someone say, isn't that about dying? What a strange gift. And I think it was then, and it was through the translator, and I responded to it, and it is that Jesus, amazingly, didn't come just to be born as a baby, but Christmas is about him focusing his intention, his, his focusing his life and our attention upon him going to the cross. Not in a few months' time when we think of the order of the calendar, but 33 years later, all the way through his life, people would say, where are you going? He knew where he was going. I, I, I took a marriage here yesterday, and I said to the lovely couple, it was a lovely time, I said, Jesus is all about personal giving, sacrifice. Said, said to the couple, give yourselves to one another. Give yourselves to one another. And that's a great thing. We know that in life, wouldn't that be great if we all just gave? We gave. And we would receive so much back. But we gave. Because he has given us so very much. I think about those gifts of gold. He is the king. Of frankincense. He is the way to God. Once Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one. No one comes to the Father no one comes to God except through me. He's the door. We mentioned one of his names. And then, just lastly, I'm going to share that last bit in a few seconds' time. After we've sung, O Little Town of Bethlehem. 